of the Keith It Real Podcast with Keith Pedro. I am your host, Bill Clinton. You already know what it is. Welcome to episode three. Man, it's been a crazy quarantine and we're going to get right into it. Today I got a really special guest. Um, I'll introduce you to him in a minute. But yeah, episode three, let's get into it, man. So um, there's a lot of shit that's been going on in the news, guys. I just got my fucking Serb check. For those who don't know what a Serb check is, if you're American or not Canadian, Serb check is your COVID relief money, and they send you two thousand uh, dollars a month. So I got that check recently, and I'm not gonna lie, guys. I finally know how it is to be on welfare, and I'm not going back to work after this, so I'm staying the fuck home, I'm gonna get my girlfriend pregnant nine more times, and I'm gonna stay and collect these checks, and the the thing that fucking bothers me though is like, why did we shit on people on welfare, as a society, as a whole, we used to shit on everybody who was on welfare, listen, I am not, these people are my heroes now, what the fuck was I doing waking up for 7.30 when I, all I had to do was get my girl pregnant eight times, and then I could wake up at 4 p.m. What kind of fucking life were we living? Like, I mean, like, staying home and collecting checks might be the American dream. Everybody's like, oh, my American dream is I came here from, from you know, Italy or I came here from Africa and my parents were immigrants and now I have my business. and da-da. No, man, shit. The American dream to me now is fucking welfare. I'm going to tell my son, dog, don't do anything. Just don't do, don't have no motivation. Don't educate yourself. You can be the fucking bare minimum and you will still get money from the government. I actually won't probably tell him that, but that was just, uh, I will tell him though that is a safety net. So just in case his dreams don't come true, that is a safety net. I mean, why the fuck wouldn't you go on welfare if you had the choice? Like if you were a rock bottom, here's the thing, like if you're a homeless, why don't you just go on welfare? You know what I'm saying? But we're going to we're going to keep the show moving, man. We're going to bring this into a topic. I'm going to bring this topic up to the discussion to my first guest. Guys, um this is my first guest on the show. Uh this is my homie, he's like one of my best friends and the reason why I got him on the show is we'll bring it up but but um he's not in the studio with us right now. He's act I it's a call in um, interview, uh, well, call in guess, I guess you could say, we're gonna do it like radio style, he's actually gonna sound like he's calling me from fucking jail, but, but, we're, we're kind of in jail, so it, it kind of works out, right, I can't have this guy come over, and I got kids at home, and, and he's got kids, so we can't, we gotta quarantine ourselves, so we got my first guest here, we're gonna do it virtually, so, introduce yourself, my first guest, introduce yourself, tell us who, what your name is, yo, what up, what up, it's Jonel, aka Joe Cutters, that's the handle, how you doing, Keith? I'm doing great, buddy. Yo, so we got my man Joe Cutters here, and he is uh, one of the best barbers in the city, and everybody's talking about these barber jokes online, these barber memes, how they need a haircut, and that's why I got him here, but before we get into that, we're going to talk about serve checks, getting your COVID relief money. Did you get your money, Janelle? Did you get it? I sure did, man. I'm qualified, so I ain't feeling bad about it, you know what I'm saying? So what what you done with your money so far, bro? You know what, man? I'm doing the responsible thing, man. I'm just paying off credit cards and, and bills and just putting away some money. 
<laughs> if you don't mind me ask, uh, did, was this more? Was this the relief? Was it more of a of a savior money? Were you were you because 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 like I I I'm paying bills too, but I knew in myself I was like I wouldn't be able to knock off this bill by this time. So you know what? I'm just breaking even right now, man. I make more money regularly working. So the fact that I can't work, this is just paying the bills. So at least I'm not going under. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 catching up, or let's just say I'm breaking even. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, like, it's like everyone's dream when they go to a casino. You just want to break even. You know what I mean? Hundred and twenty thousand thousand percent. I I to- I totally agree with that. Um, see, the thing with me though is, uh, I d- I didn't think. That, cause like as as comedians, you know, we get residuals and shit like that. So I I was blessed with a nice residual and then the serve. So I'm not gonna lie. If you see me coming out of quarantine with some dope ass sneakers, just thank the fucking government. Just know that I came correct <laughs> with some dope drip. Thank you, government. They say call it the COVID relief. I said nah, though. It's the COVID drip. They're gonna be like, yo, man, where'd you get those shoes? I'm gonna be like, yo, COVID nineteen got them. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they might, I'm gonna call my my next wardrobe the COVID nineteen edition. You know what I'm saying? Just, just yo, that leather jacket's flying, Keith. Yo, COVID nineteen, man. This is paid in full from fucking respiratory diseases. You know what's going on? Okay, so now, um, so you got your money, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie, bro. If you guys watched the first episode, I got two thousand dollars, so I'm gonna buy a baby tiger. You know, I've been talking about this baby tiger from Tiger King. Uh, for two thousand dollars, I will buy this tiger now. So don't be surprised if you see a f- see me with dope kicks, holding a baby tiger who's also rocking dope kicks, and that's how we're gonna fucking do it, bro. They're gonna be like, "Yo, Keith, is that your son?" Nah, bitch, just my fucking tiger. It's my tiger, bro. Um, some people want to get an alarm system. Some people want to save up money. I know you're paying up bills. Me, I'm gonna create more debt and get a fucking tiger. <laughs> but. Let's get into what we get, came here to get into, man. So, so the thing about me though is like I hate Instagram. For as a comedian, I think Instagram is the worst for original content because nobody's they fucking drain a joke to the end. And and like you scroll on, if you scroll, if you jump on your phone, if you're like everybody else and you you're on your phone forty five minutes before you get up out of fucking bed. You will notice the same running joke from 10 a.m. all the way to 10 p.m. You were, and what's the running joke right now? What's the running joke? The running joke right now? The haircuts, bro. Yeah, haircuts. Oh, I need a barber. I need a barber. I need a barber. The funny thing, though, with me, though, I'm going to tell you right, right now, Joe. That's funny thing with me is, like, I used to get shitted on a lot. Listen, my hairline is not the best. My hairline left a long time ago like my dad. You know what I mean? My hairline is absent. You know what I'm saying? So... But that's the thing. I'm straight. I'm good, though. You know, as a Filipino man, my beard trim is is quick. It's quick and easy, and I'm bald. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like Tupac bald. So I don't even need a fucking barber, bro. I just shave my head. And the thing is, now I'm looking at all these people who used to roast me about my hairline, and I'm like, yo, bitch, now who's laughing? I'm fresh as fuck. I still look the same, and you look like a fucking terrorist attacker. Like, you look fucking fucked up. And there's some people posting their beards and shit. Why would you do that? Why would you, like, like, just shave that shit? I don't understand why people can't shave that shit. But now, so, as a barber, um... Hey, to be honest, I haven't, I haven't cut my hair in in uh, unit, unity with all my clients that are looking like shit right now. I, I made a protest not cut anything until we get back 
Bowl, so. And that was going to bring me up to my next question. Is anybody offering you ridiculous amounts of money to do house calls or to, to break your morale of uh, following the quarantine routine? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The funny thing is a lot of those people are, are the people that were cheap to begin with and complained about pricing and complained about times and, oh, man, please, bro, like, you know, I'm, I just I just need a lineup or, oh, you just got to cut the sides. It's like, bro, the sides are the hardest fucking part of your goddamn head, bro. <laughs> and he's like, yo, man, you can charge me the full thing for that. It's like, yeah, bro, it's the most blending, stupid. So the funny thing now is, like, these guys now are trying to, like, you know, yo, I'll pay you, like, three times more if you come to my place or, yo, I'll come all the way up to, to where you're at right now. And it's like, dude, where was that same energy in normal life, bro, like, the fact that you're showing me that you're willing to do this at the point where we're making less money now and things are all fucked up, I'm like, yo, when get, things get back to normal, keep that same energy, B. Keep it, like, <laughs> when, you, when you complain to me next time, like, yo, man, the price is too high, I'm like, why don't you want to pay three times more when we were on quarantine? Fuck out of here, bro. You were asking to cut my pubes and suck your dick. Like, you know what I mean? Get out of here. This is, this oh, that, is crazy. That's what makes me laugh, because I wonder how many how many people now are using their pube trimmers to cut their hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys are on Amazon. It's like, yo, I'm buying this just to trim my pubes. And now he's like cutting his eye, cutting his his sideburns now. He's trimming his sideburns. I don't trust that shit, man. Yo, straight up, man. Straight the fuck up. But I mean, like, the problem. Here's the problem with this whole uh, the barber thing. Like, this is what I want to like. Where the fuck are you going? Where the fuck are you going? Where you need to be fresh? You think you have to be fresh at the grocery? You think you had you had a fucking gotta need a lineup to go to the produce section? Like, I don't understand this whole need. Like, listen, I think a barber is definitely an essential uh, need right now, or anything that has to do with any kind of physical or hygiene maintenance, I think is definitely an, an essential uh, business. But I mean, like, for a guy who'd be like, yo, I just need a lineup. For the fuck what? Where yeah. are you going, bro? Well, that's the thing, right? Like, you, so I've had I've had people telling me, oh, well, I'm still working. I'm still doing video conferences. And I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure everyone else you work with is going through the same shit you're doing. So they're not going to be like, well, Jim, I saw you on the last video conference and you look a wolf. So I think we might have to let you go when we get back to normal life. Like, nah, man, like, are you guys fucked? Yeah, who was the last time you heard someone got <laughs> someone got fired because their sideburns weren't crisp? Dog, yo, you're... St- Jim? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You landed the Murdoch account, and we were, we were gunning for this Murdoch account, and you brought 700k to us this quarter. But you know what? Those sideburns are terrible. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get out of here. You know what's funny? The last time I've heard about that or even saw that was remember uh, the Simpsons when uh, Mr. Burns hired all that the, all the baseball. Oh, the baseball players. team. Yeah. What was the guy? What was the guy with the sideburns? Who was the yeah, baseball? Player? Cut those sideburns. <laughs> That was one of my favorite episodes, man. That was one of my fucking favorite episodes. Oh, that was jokes. Um, I loved... Uh, what was the one where the guy just kept saving... The the funniest was when he kept... When that, when that lady had a fire. And she's like, my cat! My grand piano! <laughs> Yo, that was... That was classic, man. That was classic. Yo, shout out Simpsons. Yo, the Simpsons straight up raised me and, and, and gave me my, like, sense of humor. Because there was three shows. I'm not going to lie. Three shows that... That people are like, yo, man, how did you become a comedian? How are you so funny? There's three shows that literally done this for me that made me the fucking um, 
funny guy that I am. Uh, I know Martin's one of them for sure. Martin was one of them because, yo, I was short and I had these, like, big-ass ears. So when every time they would make fun of his being being short and had ears, uh, I was like, that's my life. This is my fucking life. Oh, yeah, but Martin was, and he taught me how to clap back. Martin was the man at clapping back. The funniest is when um, there was one diss. I'm going to tell you all right now. Uh, when I was growing up, that's how you know how old I am when I say diss. There was one um, thing that everybody used to say. That when you're a short guy in elementary school or high school, everybody's going to say, uh, why don't you grab a stool? Why don't you grab a step stool? Why don't you look at my face and grab a stool and look at my face? So then Mar- I remember Pam said that one line. And Pam goes to Martin and says, why don't you, uh, why don't you use a, a stool and, and say it to my face? And, he's, and he goes, yeah, I'm going to use a stool that I milked your ass with. <laughs> you know so now I, I've always used that ever since like grade 4 or whenever Martin came out ever since I was a young kid I, that was my diss back so everybody was like oh why don't you get on a stool and say it to my face I'm like yeah I'm gonna use a stool that I milked your mom with and I was the man oh yeah cause the mom jokes were the shit the mo- do you know who the best mom jokes the best person to give mom jokes to like I got a 14 year old son that is the best to roast him Cause I'll say shit to my fourteen year old son, and he'll like, he's like, yeah, dad, look at your teeth. You could, cause I got everybody knows I'm Keith Pedro. Well, back in the day, he used to call me. What was my nickname back in the day? Teeth. Yeah, Teeth Pedro. That was cause I had buck teeth. Like I was. Sure I made that one up, bro. Yeah, Joe. <laughs> Joe made this. Janelle made that up. So he tortured me in high school. Everybody called me Teeth Pedro, and I had. I'm not gonna lie. I had these buck teeth where like if I would sneeze, like my my chin and neck would get teeth marks. Like it was it was bad. Like I had bite marks on my chest. But the thing was like. <laughs> like when you talk shit to your son, when you talk shit to your son, like it's hilarious because he he would he would make fun of me and be like, "Hey, dad, look at your teeth. Looks like you could chop a chair, chop a chop a tree down with that teeth." And I'll be like, "Man, shut up, man. I fucked your mom last night." And the best part about that is, that shit is fucking true. You know, when, when you do when you do mama jokes to your son, that shit is the best. Uh, be- I can't do that with my daughter, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. So I mean, like. Actually, that was funny back in the day too. I remember, like, you know, I'm I'm one of those people that's you know not with my with my child's mom, but I remember these two people be like, "Yo, shut up, motherfucker!" I'd be like, how'd you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How the hell would you know I'm a motherfucker? You know what I mean? I don't. I don't. Here's the thing about it though. Like, I'm not about um fucking someone's mom. You know what I mean? I mean, like, that is the most disrespectful thing you could probably do to somebody. You know what I mean? Like, like that is a huge dis... Can you imagine if that actually happened? Like, some guy that you hated was like, yo, man, I fucked your mom last night. And he did? And he actually fucking did? Oh, that'd be the worst, bro. But the worst part about it is, is like, look, look, it... You have to be a real sick mother... My mom is... is, is she's an older woman now. See you know what I mean? So, you, to fuck my mom, like, you would... That, I would be very angry. And at the same time, though, it's like, you better have fucked her good, bro. You better fucking made her come, man. It's been a... You know what I mean? My dad dipped a long time ago, so you better have fucking made her earned it. If you fucked my mom, yeah, you better fucking made her come, you piece of shit. I better get a free jacket from you, and I better be calling you fucking stepdad, you piece of shit. Like... I actually don't even think that's the biggest insult now. I think if you, I, I know your mom, man. That's just that's that's an image I can't get out now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know my mom, but it's great. But here's the thing, right? I feel like as a, if you were to tell somebody, yo, I fucked your mom, and your mom was still with your dad, that's disrespectful. If you if you talk to somebody and they have a single mom, and it's like, yo, I fucked my mom, and you're like, yeah, good, man. She needs to go out, man. Great. Are you taking her out tomorrow? Like Jesus. <laughs> you, you, know, 
know what I'm saying, man? But that's just old school roasting. Um, but let, let's get back into this whole barbering thing, thing though, man. We, we jump topics. That's what we do. We always Keith it real, and it, it gets... And sometimes Keith and it real goes wrong. And shout out to Dave Chappelle and the Chappelle Show. But um, let's talk about that barber shit. Um, do you think that this uh, b- that beauty, um, beauty? I guess you could say the beauty industry. What's the what's your industry called as a barber? Uh, what's health and beauty. Health and beauty. Do you think the health and beauty industry is a essential to right now and during a quarantine? Oh hell yeah, man! You gotta think about it. Look at it this way, man. How many people? You know, in times of six session, depression, recession, you know, you need to look good. You know what I mean? If you're feeling down and out, which a lot of people are right now, you know, and then they're also looking at themselves in the mirror and they can't even recognize themselves or they just don't see the best part of themselves right now. It's it's fucking with their psyche even more, man. They're feeling even more like shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, a bunch of girls now are seeing mustaches that they can't fully pluck out or whatever. You know, they're hating themselves. It's like with everything, man. You know what I mean? Like, vanity matters, man. As bad as it is to say, we all are vain in some way. And when we feel our best and we look our best and we see that best part of us in the mirror, it gives us all the confidence in the world to tackle anything that happens. You know what I mean? And if you're now in a down place and you're not only down mentally, but you're also looking at yourself physically like, yo, that ain't me. It's, It's fucking with your psyche even more. You know what I mean? Like... After this, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but after your speech, I kind of realized something is, is, is you guys, health and beauty, like barbers and like aesthetics and all those, all those people, you're basically making a living off people with lo- a low self-esteem. You know what I mean? This is people who can't look in the mirror and be like, oh man, I need a haircut. Can you imagine that one motherfucker right now who's going through quarantine, but he just loves himself? He probably don't even need a barber. He's probably looking at himself in the mirror like, I'm still gorgeous. Look at this fucking mustache. I am amazing. (laughs) Have you ever met a client who was just... (laughs) Have you ever met a client who sat in the chair and was like, so what do you you want, bro? You're like, you actually know what? I'm fucking perfect. I need nothing. And he takes off the fucking coat and walks away. And you're like, well, that was weird. I didn't didn't expect that to happen. No, the, the ones we usually get are the ones that do think they're perfect, but then they're trying to guide us on how to do the haircut themselves. And it's like, yo, here, take the clipper or take whatever. Do it yourself then. Fuck. Get out of here. Yeah, man. What What is, have you ever had somebody like straight up, um, like, uh, just tell you, because I'm the type of guy where if I was getting a jacked haircut, I I'm way too much in my feelings, and I think this per like I I like as a comedian, like I, I understand this is the art. I un- and I understand when you're a barber, it's an art too. So I'm not gonna shit on the man's art. So if I there's times where I've gotten a haircut and I sat there and I did not like it, and I sat there and I just took it, cause just to be a nice guy, you know what I mean? And of course I tipped the guy, of course I paid him, but like yo, he never saw me again. I didn't show up, you know what I mean? But like like in terms of that, um. Like, uh, has that ever, you know what I mean? Like, you ever gone through something in, in terms of that experience? You know what? Yeah. I mean, we've all had a cut here and there. Any barber that says they haven't, you know, or any barber that doesn't say they're not nervous about a cut that they're not used to or they haven't tackled, you know what I mean? Like, we have all gone through it, man. And there's times where it's like, shit, I know, you know, I know I didn't do a good job, but there's not much more I can do on the cut because the more I try to fix it, the more you'll probably fuck it up, you know what I mean? So Of course, but have you ever had someone where like 
where instead of like what I did, have you ever had somebody like just fucking ream you out? Not even ream you out, which is like, nah, dog, I don't like this. I'm not getting off the chair until you fix it. As a barber, no. Um, when I used to do women's hair, yes. <laughs> well, it's different. Women's hair—that's their—that's their currency. You know what I mean? That's that's what they the women. You, like men got their car and women got their hair, and that's 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 what I, you know. It is what it is. And but to me though, I think that like the weird thing about it is, I don't think like I'm not saying what you do is not important, but I'm saying like I don't think it's that that much big of a deal because it's gonna grow back. Like that's that's another thing with me too. Like I don't understand how people get so upset about a haircut. And it's like okay, well I got I have to stick this out for four days. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what? You, uh, it depends, man. I mean, like, you know, say someone's trying to grow their hair, you fuck it up, and then you have to go really short on them now. You know, it takes long. Yeah, to that's hair. true. Or like, you know, they 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 try to get get a haircut for a special occasion, and you fuck that up. Like, well, I understand. You know, and see, that's that's something I was saying too. I'm like, you know, people forget that, like, you know, barbers and hairstylists, man, we are part of every big occasion in your life if you think about it. So we are pretty essential, man. Like, you know, you wouldn't go to a wedding looking all bummy your wedding, you wouldn't go to your graduation, confirmation, any other religious thing, you wouldn't go to a job interview looking bummy, you know what I mean, you wouldn't go to any congratulatory place, or, even for, even, even the first day at work, you don't want to go bummy, you, you, you know what I'm saying, and same thing, like, how many, how many dudes out first there, first day of school, you wouldn't go out on a Friday, or on a weekend, you know, not feeling your best, and you know what I mean, like, you know, if you don't feel your best, how many people would have never met their significant other, exactly, you know Exactly, and, and and a barber, and I notice a barber shop is never as like it's the busiest time is the Thursday, the Friday, the Saturday, because those are the big events. People want to look good. Exactly. Like no one's trying to fucking get a haircut. I like people are like, I need a haircut on Monday so I could look good for Tuesday. Like no one. <laughs> Actually, you know what? The, the, the Monday, the Monday, Tuesday people are the people that couldn't get the haircut on the weekend. So now they're yeah. just over. Or like they're the, they're the office dude. You know what I mean? Where they need a nine to five to look crisp. But I mean, like for me as a comedian, um, we get that shit written off. So I mean, like I never like I, I would when I would go to the barber shop or when I would, would check you. You know how it is. Like my my hours are fucked up. Like I would like my man Joe. He used to cut out of his house, so I would come like eleven midnight. You know what I mean? Because it was it was late night shit. Or if I if I had to go to the barber shop, I would go on a Wednesday because I'm not waiting four hours on Thursday. You know what I'm saying? Like, to a barber shop to me is 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 a full day event. You know that's changing now because a lot of the barber shops now are all scheduled appointments. So you know, we, it's not like back in the day. Remember back in the day, you, you if you weren't that first person there. You had to write off your whole day. If you were trying to get your car and your haircut, like your car fixed, your haircut done, go go to the mall, go buy some fresh clothes. You were not doing that if you if you weren't the first one in the shop that day. But back to that topic, I came up with a nice idea. Tell me if you like this idea. What about a auto mechanic shop with a barber shop in it? Imagine getting your oil change and getting a cut. Yeah, that, that's a smart. You know what? There's a lot of fusion shops already like that though. A lot of people are are infusing. Barbershops with a lot of things. Actually, I need if, if to, to really know it. A lot of barbershops in Toronto downtown, they become speakeasies at night too. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, I'm talking to shout out to my boy Mad One. We we were planning to do a uh, Bear Joke show, uh, a weed yeah. comedy show in the back of his uh, shop oh, because it's an outside venue. So, uh, oh, Mad One for real, man. That guy's a pioneer for for the barber game. Yeah, that guy is. He's the dude, man. But Donny, shout out to him, man. And and, and you know, I feel like. 
um, exactly that. Like people are now branching off. Like I think a barber now is more of a, like an entrepreneur instead of just a barber because there's other things they do. I know like our boy Mo, you know, and he had his other uh, like his his oh, his clothing. Yeah, Enterprise. he had the yeah. Momatic Enterprises, and he had his other shit going on. And I had a another barber. What if, I forgot his name, but it was another one of my barber buddies, and he was like chopping clothes out the bando. Like this guy was doing doing it up big, and I mean like. You'd have to be, and, and my boy uh, Anton, uh, he was at the Mad One shop, but this guy was also like, he was a cartoonist, he was he was, he was doing, like, everybody had some sort of hustle. Uh, all, all of us barbers here, so we all have a second hustle, you know me, man, I, I'm in all kinds of shit, you can get the paintings done for me, the fucking Reiki done, you know what I mean, like, yeah. you know me, we have, we, we're, we're just artists in general that we're, we're always looking to expand our minds, and you're an artist too, man, you, you have mad skills too, you know what I mean, like, we aren't nine to five people. And nine, yeah. people that aren't nine to five people, it's because we have so many other skills that, you know what I mean? Like, we can't just, we want to do what we love the most, but we also have to have that freedom to be able to do other things that we like as well, you know? You know what I'm talking about. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I think and I think that's what, that's what it is at the end of the day, man. I think nowadays people are not... Like, look at, like, everybody's on their Donald Glover tip. Everybody's on their Childish Gambino. Everybody's trying to do more and more and more. And I think... And that's what it that's what it is. And I and to be a barber though, you'd have to I noticed though with a barber, you'd have to have some sort of psychology or, or some major cause to listen to all these motherfuckers' problems in a day, I'm guaranteed is there ever a bar like had you ever cut someone's hair and he and he just sat there and shut up the whole time and didn't speak to you once? Yeah, we have some of those people. Those are the people that I try to get in and out of the chair as fast as possible, man. Those are the cringe cringe client, we call them. You know, they, they're the ones who make our day boring. Really? I thought the day, like, as for me, I thought, like, if I was a barber, that's the type of person I'd want to cut the hair. You know, it depends on your day, man. It depends if you have a long day and a, and, and a back-to-back-to-back day. But then a lot of times, this is this is the relationship we build between client and, and, and barber professional, hairstylist professional. We build that relationship, man, to be able to talk to the shit where the person becomes, like your friend at the same point in time. You know what I mean? Like, I know things about my clients and they know things about me, man. Like, and it's that relationship that we build. It's that trust. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. But I mean, like, to to have... Because you have to have interpersonal skills to be an actually good barber. Like, I remember I was talking to uh, this girl that I knew, a friend of mine, and she loves her hairdresser, but he doesn't talk. And she's like, oh, he's he's very... uh, one word answer and I can't even get a so like the hair the 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 product what he does is great but the experience is not so like I'm thinking of getting another hairdresser because like what he can do I can just show someone what he does and then no, but like, the case, yeah I know but I mean like that it's it's crazy how people think like that though it's like it's like thing, though, you know what I'm not gonna say I'm the best barber out there man but from like you know if you talk to a lot of my clients my loyal clients it's the experience I give them man it's the it's the, the sh- you know it's it's part of the the experience that we do not just the cut it's it's being able to talk being able to listen and then doing the extra things like you know uh just doing the, the little things that are big things to them, you know what I mean? Treating them well, welcoming them, welcoming them when they come in, you know? Like, there's certain things. You make it personable, man, because I'm not the best barber out there when it comes to cutting, but the service I put out, I like to think and that I'm giving a good service to these guys, you know what I mean? Like, so, 
it's not always about the cut, man. So sometimes it is. It is as the personality. You know what I mean? Like you build a bond between people. So hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like it's same thing. Like I got a personal trainer that I see in normal life, and dude's not the fucking. You know, he's not the the, the biggest dude, cutest dude. That's that's gonna like get me ripped, but. I built a bond with the dude where I trust him that he's going to get me where I need to get to. But what kind of bond? Like, what kind of bond? Like, let, like... You know, I, you know what I mean? You know, there's some people... No, I know, I know, but I mean, like, but like, look, let's, 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 let's throw some humor into this. Like, what kind of bond? Like, is, is, is he, if you, if he would have asked you, like, yo, bro, I'm locked out of my house, can I stay at your place for a little bit? Like, are you going to be like, yeah? You know what I mean? Like, how? What kind of? Is it? Is it a client? Is it Pineapple Express? Is it like drug dealer to client bond, or like is it? Is it actual friendship bond? Some yeah. You know what? I have some friends that were clients, man, and I, you know, when I was still downtown, I'd meet up with them for drinks and shit, or I'd go out with them. They'd invite me to come out with their friends. You know, and I got to meet their friends. It's also a networking thing for me too, but it also became a thing where I got to know them, became friends with them, became friends with the client. So it became even more cool when they would sit in the chair and be like, yo, what's going on? Hey, yeah, yeah, yo, you, you want to get together next weekend? I know these people, this and that. You know what I mean? So it's different. What it's is, different. um, what has been, like, like, because this is Keith It Real, we're going to keep, we're going to Keith It Real right now. What? You know what? Hey, listen, listen, I want, I want to keep something real right now. Is that, uh, there's going to be a lot of guys that grew beards throughout this, uh, quarantine. And then there's a lot of girls there out there that love guys with beards, and they're not going to know what that guy really looks like. And they're going to get together with them when everything gets back to normal. And then one day that guy's going to shave. I don't know. I don't. I, I feel like that's not. The, I feel like maybe he might keep it. He might keep it. If if he's if he's smashing puss, if he's knee deep in pussy, you think you think he's going to shave it? I don't think so, man. Especially after quarantine. One day that he might shave, and then the girl's going to be like, "Oh my god, that's what's underneath." You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, you never know, man. You never know. Like, to me, um, like, I feel like right now, it's, it's, it's the same thing with girls. Like, they're wearing masks at the grocery store, so guys are just checking out the eyelids and the eyes, and they're like, ooh. Like, and I feel like, I was reading this thing that people are, are now, like, picking each other up at like the grocery stores like guys are meeting girls at girls they're trying to like run game at the grocery store and it's like that's exactly how like a muslim man tries to pick up a you know what i mean like like he's going straight from the eyes that's all he's looking at just straight eyes and i think that's amazing you know what i mean but with that i think like too because right now you're in quarantine so when you get out and you're getting pussy and the and and if if the beard was the source of the pussy, I don't think the guy's gonna cut the beard off. I think it's gonna take a while. He's got he has to fucking come up with hepatitis C on that fucking beard for him to cut it off. Like I know a lot of guys to this day who you know what I mean they're they're James Hardering this shit. This is crazy. Yeah, cause they need it. All right, yo, but yo, let's get into something else, man. I know, uh, but yo, uh, drop your handle. Let everybody know where they can fucking follow you at so that you can get a haircut from you. Joe Cutters, J O underscore C U T T A Z. Cutters. Okay, so now we're gonna talk about some shit here, man. Um, so you're not working, I'm not working. I just want to say that I'm very, very um surprised that the only people performing and working right now are uh sign language interpreters. Like, if I only knew that fucking these sign language interpreters were gonna be smashing on TV, just straight killing it, I would have just Doc, I, 
I would have just learned sign language and became the fucking sign language freestyle rapper. They would, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just <laughs> dropping bars, dog, bars. And I mean, like, French. what? Just throwing up gang signs the whole way through. Exactly, right? bro. I'm just throwing up gang signs, and like, the best thing about it is, is like, you can't even hear my flow. Like, you can read it at your own pace, and then take it how, however you want it, man. You know what I mean? So, I feel like these these. And here's the crazy thing about a sign language interpreter, man. Like, how the fuck did you get into that? Who in, like, like how were you just, like, how did how was your guidance counselor in high school, like, nah, Keith, um, you know, English and science is really good right now, but I think the way you move your hands, um, it might be your greatest skill ever. I think you should not learn how to speak with your words in your mouth and just learn how to interpret with sign language. Like how how does someone fall like I fall I fell into comedy because I knew I was funny and it's not like how do you fall into sign language interpreting? Like how is it, you know what I'm saying? Maybe that was that was someone that was always being told to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they kept on giving everyone the finger all the time, and they realized, you know what? I love being able to curse people and say what I need to say to them without saying nothing. Let me let me figure out sign language. <laughs> yeah, man. And do you think these sign language interpreters—they're obviously not deaf because they're hearing what the guy's saying. You know what I mean? So like they're hearing what they have to uh, interpret, what they have to translate. So I mean, like to pick up a to pick up a, a skill for for a handicap. And you're not the handicap. That's like learning how to be a fucking wheelchair basketball star. What? What? You just know how to walk. Like, how do you decide to be like, nah, bro? I'm, I'm gonna learn this. And and I, and big shout out to them though, man. I mean, like, that is one of the, the most underrated skills to have is is sign language. I mean, to communicate without verbally speaking is, is a like gift telepathy. on its own. Yeah, it's man. Like, it's like telekinesis without without your mind, you know. Actually, you know what? I, I think they also learn to read lips as well. I mean, that's these are just skills and gifts that we always take for granted. And I mean, like, if I met a, a hot girl and she could only speak in sign language, you know what I mean? That would motivate me to, like, you know, learn it. Try, try to learn it. But I mean, like, that's the extreme measure. And, and and if that, even like, she would have to be super hot and super, super cool for me to, like, really commit to the sign language thing man like i barely learned english you know what i, I mean like you know what? kudos to you 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 and bev though man i like i seen that that the kiddos are doing the sign language thing the babies are doing the sign language to communicate with you guys yeah yo so i i That's so amazing kudos to you guys man thank you man thank you like so for, for those listeners man like i have twins at home and, and we teaching them sign language and everybody's like oh you're so that's so great that you're teaching the sign language i'm like nah son I'm watching TV and these motherfuckers getting paid. You think I'm doing this for their benefit? No, man. I'm trying to fucking, you know, get a cash cow here. You know, if the if this is what the future holds, sign language interpretation, fuck that. I'm not giving my kids a piano. I'm giving them fucking sign language books or whatever. I don't, you know. What's I'm, amazing is that there's, there's twins, man. These guys could be at the opposite side of the room and just look, talking to each other without talking. You know what I mean? Just sign language. I know, man. You know, they're going to be fighting over girls like, yo, it's my turn. It's my turn. No, no, it's my turn. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to drop gems, man. It's going to be great. I can't wait. And the thing is, too, is I want them to be... um, I was at a show once, and here's the thing: I want them to be bilingual. Like, but I was at a show once, and I do this. I do this running gag where I ask the audience 
if you could have any superpower, what would you have? And this one guy, and, and when I do this joke, um, people always give the same answers. Fly, uh, be invisible, read minds. You know what I mean? I'm super strong. Like just, just a, One guy was like, yo, man, I wish I knew every language. I was like, that is a power. Can you imagine knowing every language, man? Yo, you have you can get a job anywhere, bro. Not even that. It's you'd be the most powerful man in the world. You would literally be the most powerful man in the world if you knew every language. Like you could go to, you could literally go to Wuhan and be like, yo, I know what these motherfuckers are saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? And come back and be like, yo, this shit is a hoax or whatever. You know, you could literally be that dude who's who's uh, you know, like. You you could be the spy. You could like, bro, it's crazy. And and think about it. you could go to a Chinese restaurant. You could order what you want. Then you could go to like fucking you could go to like Russia, and get what you need from Russians, man. And 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 it's crazy, man. You can you could literally be a spy. You could be whatever you want, and no one could ever talk shit about you. You could go to get your you could take your girl, get her nails done, and then you could be like, hey, hold up, Nguyen, I heard what the shit you're talking about. You think I don't understand Vietnamese? <laughs> what the fuck y'all talking about? You know what? I think an Asian guy would be the best spy, bro. Cause they're everywhere. If you think about it, you know what I mean. You could blend in anywhere. You're the chameleon. It's true, man. I feel like we're not Filipinos. We stand out. We stand out only because we look fucking good. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like Peter Lee, like if a Peter Lee motherfucker would have stand in a corner, like a typical looking Chinese guy, I definitely think he could be a spy. Cause like they're the most low key guys that, cause. You know, everybody, because everybody, you see this shit on memes, you see it on Instagram, when that one Chinese dude starts playing basketball, or he starts rapping, or he starts breakdancing, everybody's like, oh, like he invented fucking fire, you know what I mean? I know. Because it's such a surprise, but like, it's because they're very low-key, man. They're very low-key. Uh, okay, let's get into something else. Um, I, um, so I was watching um, one of my favorite uh franchise movies i was watching the bad boys 3 movie did you watch that movie not yet man it's on the list though how uh who who who's your who's your uh i just dropped an earring fuck i gotta find that don't worry oh uh, who's your favorite um who's your favorite uh character do you like mike larry or are you a marcus barnett guy are you a will smith or martin lawrence guy you know what i love i love martin's comedy but i'd be more will in that in that because I feel like in Bad Boys 1, Martin Lawrence was a badass. Yeah, because he, he became too much of a little bitch in part two and, and like a whiner, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. every little thing was, was like just whining and being a little bitch. Yeah, there. like he didn't want to fight anymore and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you're Martin Lawrence, man. You just, you just smoke king. You bro the most smoke. And I feel like um, I watched Bad Boys 3 and, and it was it was all right movie. And I feel like they just could have made that movie... Uh, Two years after Bad Bo- Bad Boys Two, like nothing looked like like the humor was still the same, the way it was shot was still the same. Martin and Will still looked the same, uh, so it didn't look like it was definitely not worth the twelve year wait or however the fuck long that was. But I'm not gonna jump into spoilers, but there's one scene where um, a cop dies and they're at the funeral, and um, there's that one cop. How come? Here's the thing. There's, how come every time in a cop movie or in there's always like in a cop funeral, there's always one police officer like playing the Scottish bagpipes. Like, what do they find? 
This fucking guy, right? Where do they find the fucking guy to play the Scottish bagpipes? Like, that's not something... Like, Google that right now. Like, even when you go to school, like, there's no fucking... There's guitar lessons. There's piano lessons. When the fuck did you ever see Scottish bagpipe lessons? There's never... There's never an after-school program for that. Like, who the fuck is teaching these people how to play the bagpipes? It's like, I don't understand. Like, how come every cop, every police department has one guy? Like, is that a department? Like, do, do, do they... Is there one guy just like, hey, man, I'm, I'm Frank Carter, Detective Frank Carter, uh, uh, homicide. And he's like, Keith Pedro, bagpipes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what, <laughs> like, what does he say? Like... What is the what is the human resources like? Who's the human resource lady that's yelling at our boss? But like, guys, we we've had detectives, we have can't, we have all the forensics guys, we have all the captains, but we're running out of bagpipe experts. <laughs> you know, they should make like a little a little show about that, where like they have to go to Scotland and just to find that one guy. You yeah. know what I mean? They're going to try try um, like interviews and like, no, he doesn't hit that key well enough. Yeah, (laughs) they should do like uh, fucking. Do you know when all those movies when they like Ocean's Eleven or 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 uh, or what uh, like Suicide Squad? Like when they gather the team, team? like (laughs) there's never there's never the like. I want to see a funny movie where like oh he's 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 the greatest demolition expert we have. We have to get him, and it's oh he's the greatest sniper we have. Oh he's the greatest thief we have, and it's like all right our team's complete. What next? We just need the bagpipe expert. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, we gotta go all the way to Scottish. Scott, Scottish. We gotta go, go all the way to Scotland and get the bagpipe expert. Like, I don't fucking get it, man. I don't get it. And the thing about it, too, is like, that is a... No one... Like, who else... Like, that's the only reason why I think a bagpipe... A Scottish bagpipe could be playing. Like, when was the last time you heard... Like, and anything... on When someone just paying the bagpipe as a... a, a a happy song. You know what I mean? It's always at a funeral for some strange reason. It's always at a fucking cop's funeral. Like, they don't even play Scottish bagpipes in St. Paddy's Day. Like, I've never been to a bar in St. Paddy's Day and they had the bagpipes. Well, that's a Scottish... I, I don't know, man. I'm ignorant if I'm mixing up the, the no, races. They're different, but at the same time, it's true. Last time I heard a bagpipe was uh, was Braveheart, bro, and that was the sad-ass movie too, bro. Yeah, there's no, there's no fucking positive bagpipe. There's no, like, there's no... All right, guys... What do you want for your first dance on the wedding? Oh, play the bagpipes. No, no one's doing that. No one's fucking... Like, uh... You know that song by Angus? You know, the bagpipes song. Yeah, man. And, like... Uh, guys, definitely his name is Angus that fucking plays that shit, bro. Oh, 100%. And the weird thing about it, though, is is, is how do you... Like... They, they have cases for... for Like, you have a guitar case. You have a saxophone case. What's the... What's the bagpipe case? Like, is it just a bag? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is the bagpipe just the straps with the pipe sticking out of it? Like, what the... How do you... Ca- what's the carrying case for a bagpipe? Like, you just strap it around your neck and just walk away? Like, because every time you see the guy with the bagpipes, it's always around his chest. It's always like... It's like, did he carry that here? Is there a sound check? Like, does he need a microphone? Like, what the fuck, man? Maybe it turns into, like, how North Face, you could you could squeeze in the jacket and it turns into, like, a carrying pouch. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, you just it's a, it's a fucking windbreaker from the 90s. You could just pack it up and use it as a freaking uh fucking fanny pack. <laughs> All right, man. Are you are you a big fan of um TikTok? Are you a TikTok guy? I made some with the kiddo, but no, nah, not really. The funny thing with me is like I'm I, with during this whole COVID thing is like um 
I wonder if these these people in the hospitals, like these these patients in the hospitals, I wonder if they can see their nurses filming these TikToks. Oh, I know, right? And how would you feel though? Like, imagine you on your on your bed and you're coughing up a lung, and then you see them like killing the fucking tussie slide. You know what I mean? You're just like, whoa! You like, whoa? How would you feel? Like, what would you do if you saw that happen? I'd be pissed, man. Like straight up, I'd be pissed. Like, what what if I'm still? What if I'm trying to call them for something too at that same point in time? You know what I mean? Like, nah, that's bullshit, bro. Like, I've done some TikToks with my kid and just two of us. And for us to get, like, a, a like, six-step dance, you know, chore- uh, choreographed between the two of us takes a while, man. And these, pe- these, these videos have, like, 12, 13 people in them. Like, that's, like, a whole day rehearsal, bro. And when there's 12, I'm sorry to say, when there's 12 people doing these TikTok dances, how big is your department? Like how like that that looks like the whole nursing staff on that whole floor. That's that's like that is like there's that's like the whole ninth floor. And I see you is now fucking a write off because all twelve of them are fucking TikToking right now. It's true. You know what I mean? Like you can, and, and the weird thing is you can't post this shit. Why? I I get it. Listen, I get it. You know, like here's the thing. I saw a, a post recently where they go, "Oh, the the nurses in Mount Sinai did this dance to celebrate." A patient that got off a ventilator. Yeah, See, that's the captions you need to write. You can't just post these motherfuckers doing line dancing in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Like, I, we're looking to you guys as the heroes. You can't be like, there's no part. When was the last time you watched the Avengers and there's a part in the Avengers movie where they just started dancing and doing a TikTok? That's in the fucking bloopers, man. That's in the, that's in the extra scenes. They don't fucking, you know what I mean? There wasn't a part where they were in Wakanda and, and you know, and, and, and T'Challa was like, all right, let's break into song and dance. Like, that doesn't even happen. That doesn't even happen, bro. Like, you're, you're, you're our heroes. We, we need to, you need to show us some hero qualities besides your dance moves. But I mean, like, I'm not shitting on nurses. I think what they do is great. I'm just saying, like, if I were to see a nurse like a nursing team doing a fucking TikTok, I would definitely snap. I'm like, oh, if I just think it's inappropriate. And you know what? It not to like, you know, and we have, you know, being Filipino, we have family members that are working in hospitals. Like I got enough family working hospitals between nurses, PSWs, doctors. But at the end of the day, like, you know, and I get it. They're trying to relieve some stress, but yo, it, there's no job where you're allowed to do that anyway in a, in regular life. Like, you know, when the, during a serious time like this, this shouldn't be happening either. You know what I mean? Like you definitely True. get fired at any other job if everyone's like, "Yo, yo, yo, stop production. Let's do this dance." You know yeah, like, like after nine eleven, you didn't see a bunch of freaking uh, fucking <laughs> flight attendants start dancing. You know what I mean? Like it, it's a serious time, man. And I think, um, but I think what they're trying to do is cool. Like they're just trying to show positivity that it's not the end of the world and that. You know, and I think that's good, and I think that's great. But I, I get it. It comes with context, and it comes with the way you position it. Like some people are just time po- and place, man. yeah. There's a time and place, and then some people are just positioning it like there's a fucking party at the hospital. Like if that's but think about it like this: if I'm stuck in quarantine, I don't want to see twelve nurses dancing with their friends. Like I want to do that with my friends. <laughs> you know what I mean? So are you trying to tell me that I should have became a nurse now, and I should get my nursing fucking diploma so I can hang out with my friends now? You know, like, geez, like you guys are just like, it's one thing to, to do that. It's another thing to do it when people can't do it. You know, you can't, you can't flash a steak to a fucking guy who just got on a diet. You know, it's it's crazy. You know, it's just like you can't whistle if you're leaving jail. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's fucked up, man. Uh, But, 
there's certain things you can't do, you know what I mean? Like jerk off with sandpaper, you know? <laughs> but yo, on that note, we, we are... Uh, uh, on that note, we're gonna wrap it up. This has been episode three. Uh, we went... Uh, like I, I like to keep these shows under an hour, these episodes under an hour, just for y'all. Cause you know this is more of a killing time podcast for you and your loved ones to listen and laugh and like kill if you have a commute or something. So um, we're at the 48 minute mark and we're just gonna wrap it. We had a lot of good laughs with my homie Joe Cutters here uh, talking about TikToks and shit like that, and this was real fun. So uh, uh, that's like literally like one of our, our conversations normally, bro. So. <laughs> Yeah, so we just had a chance to, to do it here. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Joe Cutters, let them know where they can catch you. Let them know where you can cut their head. Plug your shit. J-O underscore Cutters. I'm over at um, 20 Richmond Street East at Urban Philosophy. So when everything gets back to normal, you can go on our website, urbanphilosophy.ca. And, or you can go on there now and, and pre-book an appointment. Or you can just DM me, J-O-C underscore C-U-T-T-A-Z. And then we'll go from there. Thank you guys for tuning in for Keith and Real with Keith Page. Like I said, I'm your host, Bill Clinton. This has been a lot of fun. Episode 3. Thank y'all. Peace.